You can worry if you want to. You can cry if you are scared. You can direct all your energy at being more prepared for a journey that had started so very long ago. Or you can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. You can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. Welcome. And as best you can, experience welcome. What good is the concept without the experience? Welcome to Love is the Power. This podcast is rooted in a self-inquiry method known as the work of Byron Katie. And Tom is a certified facilitator of the work. You'll be hearing a dyad, triad, group, or guided meditation today. As you follow along, you're encouraged to do the best you can to experience for yourself what's being shared. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Consciously, first just notice if there's any tension in the body. And as best you can, consciously let it go. to allow the body to relax. And to notice how you don't really know how how you just did that.
So let's do that again. Scan the body again, just noticing any, any tension, no matter how small. Now consciously allow the body to relax. Now, lift your attention out, out of the body. Just allow your, your attention to be open. experience the openness of the awareness that you are. In fact, allow yourself to be completely uninterested and whatever the mind might be saying, whatever images, stories, whatever the body's doing, sensations, feelings, and whatever the world is doing around you, allow yourself to be completely as best you can, completely uninterested in all of that. And more interested in the openness of awareness. rest, even if it's just a couple moments, as this open, welcoming presence of awareness.
And one of the qualities of this presence of awareness is it has the ability to hear, to listen. It's the ability to hear sound of your voice as thoughts, stories in your head, we think. And the physical sounds, the sound of my voice. Or whatever other sounds might be around you. And as best you can, allow your attention to be with this ability to hear, to listen. Not interested in the content, more interested in the experience of that which is able to listen or to hear. Here's a quote from Byron Katie. Through inquiry, we discover how attachment to a belief or story causes suffering. Before the story, there is peace. And the thought enters, we believe it. And the peace seems to disappear. We notice the feeling of stress in the moment. Investigate the story behind it and realize that it is not true. The feeling lets us know that we're opposing what is by believing the thought. It tells us that we are at war with reality. When we notice that we're believing a lie, and living as if it were true, we become present outside our story. Then the story falls away in the light of awareness. And only the awareness of what really is remains. Peace is who we are without a story until the next stressful story appears. Eventually, inquiry becomes alive in us as the natural, wordless response of awareness to the thoughts and stories that arise. So let's see if we can consciously experience the natural wordless response 
of awareness like Katie's referring to. So through memory, go back, could be earlier today or yesterday or 20 years ago, through memory. If there's something current, it might work better. But whatever comes to you, you trust it. Go through memory. Find a moment where you could tell you're experiencing a negative reaction. Anger, frustration, resistance, fear, hurt. Some form of negative reaction in the body. And let's begin by as best you can welcoming the sensation, the reaction. So consciously allow this welcoming presence of awareness to notice the welcoming, the effortless welcoming that this awareness is of the feelings. Just starting with the feelings. and allow the, the feeling to be absorbed or dissolved. By this effortlessly welcoming awareness that you are instantly effortlessly welcoming. Let's do this again. You can work on the same memory or see if another memory comes where there's some kind of negative emotion reaction happening in the body. 
notice the negative emotion. Sometimes it's obvious the image and the story that go with it. And the habit or the tendency is to focus into the story image feeling. Or another way of saying that is to identify with the feeling, image, and story. So, is it true that you're a story, an image, a feeling? Is that true? Is that what you are? Are you a story, an image, and a feeling? Or are you the effortless, welcoming presence of awareness. And just notice how long you've been identifying with a feeling, an image, and a story focusing into them, identifying with them. And is it true? Is it true that you're an image, a story, and a feeling? Might as well throw the body in there. Is it true that you're an image, a story, a feeling? body. Or are you that which effortlessly welcomes all images, stories, feelings, and the body as it is? Effortless welcoming presence of awareness. That says yes to every appearance.
let's do it again. So allow a memory in which you were experiencing a negative emotion, negative reaction of some kind, resistance. And as best you can, allow yourself to welcome the feelings. To meet the feelings from and as this effortless, welcoming presence that has an unconditional yes to the story image feeling that's arising that you're remembering And allow the feelings to dissolve the story, the image, and the feelings. Just allow them to dissolve, to dissipate, to be absorbed. By this welcoming presence. that is awake, aware, and already free. Of all stories, images, and feelings. <clears throat> Now, as best you can, allow yourself to rest. As this effortlessly awake, aware presence. Let go of the world, let go of the mind, let go of the body. And to just be aware, be the awareness that you are. That is always.
whether we know this or not. So for me, um, after many, many years of doing the work, this, um, what I call conscious welcoming, just started to happen all by itself. And at first, I was a little confused and a little resistant, but it would, the sensation of a story would arise and right away, just this welcoming presence would meet it and it would collapse, it would just dissolve. And you could say my mind didn't like that. It liked writing down the thoughts, knowing exactly what thought it was questioning, knowing what, you know, knowing what it wanted, it just wanted to know. It was like, wait, 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 what's going on here? How do I know anything happened? You know, but as awareness, oh my god it was just so easy this story would arise need it from this welcoming awareness that i am which is beyond the mind and so you know the mind doesn't want us hanging out there because it has no <laughs> it has no access it's like a room it has no access to doesn't know what's going on there. <laughs> and since the mind likes things, that's why it wants to make a concept of, out of everything so it can hold on to things, feel safe. It's like a, I don't know, I always get the image of like a crab <laughs> scuttling around, grabbing, holding on to things and running back into its little hiding place. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to share that experience and, and, and if it resonates with you, you can begin to experiment with it whenever a negative rea reaction arises. Um, you can just invite yourself as best you can to just consciously open up to it, welcome it. it it's very, very, similar to uh, number six, I'm willing I look forward to. Um, it's opening up to welcoming the disturbance, which if you've been doing the work for a while, then you know from experience that every disturbance has a story, an image story um, that goes with it. And you'll know if you're, you could say, successfully welcoming is the, uh, the feeling, the negative reaction will begin, it'll, it'll 
loosen up, lighten up, and eventually dissolve. And, um, and so when this first started happening for me, um, sometimes, often, it would just dissolve pretty quickly and completely. But some things were a little stickier and they would usually lighten up, but maybe not fully release. And so then, so then I would do the best I could to identify the image story that went with it and then go through all four questions and the turnaround again. Tom? Yeah. Does your conscious welcome in, does it have words with it? Like, do you have a, something that's nurturing or consciously welcoming with well, you know, uh, I have used words. For me, it just was wordless. It, it just started happening. So now, since I've been sharing it, since it started happening, I, use, I have used quite a few words with people because um, a lot of times it's just very foreign. People are like, well, consciously welcome, welcoming, what, what is, I can't, you know. And actually, prior, prior to or maybe some around the same time, I would refer to these upset, disturbed, disturbed parts of ourself as like the, the precious one, precious child. And so sometimes when people would ask, like, I don't understand, what do you mean welcome this disturbance? You know, because our habit is to resist it. Uh, and often we do the work to get rid of it. You know, we do use the work as an act of war to get rid of the feeling. And, um, uh, and so I would sometimes imagine that it's a precious child that is feeling this way. And then just open up your arms, open up your heart, welcome the child without any agenda to change it, to fix it, to, to um, um, you know, basically without any violence. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so sometimes I would, you know, found I think people found that helpful. I found that helpful to picture it as a child. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, I'm opening energetically, opening my heart, opening my arms, welcoming this precious child. And and then of course the key is is with no agenda to change it. Just pure welcoming. And, and I started to experience that pure welcoming. Also, the number six has really helped. As at some point on the second turnaround, I, I look forward to, I started, it started coming into me to phrase it. I, I look forward to this never, ever, ever changing. And and, and then I would sit with, okay, if it's a friendly universe, how, how would this be a good thing that this never changes? And then, and then all of a sudden I would feel that, oh, I would have to love it unconditionally, welcome it unconditionally. Like that would be the only option left. <laughs> it's like, 
you know, it's like this welcoming is a, to me, it's a quality of who we are. It's also a quality of love. It's also a living turnaround for resistance. And, uh, and, uh, but it really made me laugh when I first tapped into it because it was like, oh, yeah, of course we would be so foolish as the, the last place I'm going to turn is unconditional love. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You have to have me backed into a corner where there is no escape. <laughs> Only then will I choose love. You know, but unconditional love, we don't like unconditional love because it has no agenda to change anything. And, um, and, and we think this identified part of us, identified with thinking, identified with the mind, identified with the body and the feelings, that, that habit or tendency of living from that perspective has, from that perspective, it can't be understood how something could change if there was no need for it to change. If there was no desire or need for it to change. Same with bringing something into our life. That identified place can't understand how if there's no desire as in sense of lack, desire, need, it, it it imagines well then that will never come into my world into my experiences and so we hold on as if our happiness depended on it to that which creates unhappiness <laughs> but it does give us little snippets of happiness <laughs> that we mistakenly think come from the dynamic of holding on to desire holding on to lack something missing or something wrong needs to change creates the desire for change you know and then it changes because everything changes <laughs> and then we get a relief from the lack and desire and we experience our true nature which is happy peaceful and content but we think it came from the fulfillment of the desire so then we go right back into creating a sense of lack because that's what we trust will get us what we want, get us our happiness in life. And so we just keep cycling around, creating lack, desire, fulfillment, a little brief happiness, which is actually an experience of who we are without our story. And then right back into the sense of lack because that identified place cannot understand how anything wonderful would come into its life or anything painful would leave if it wasn't needed. And so that's because we've been identified for so long from this place, we're actually terrified of our true nature. We're scared of who we are. We're, we're, we're scared of peace and contentment, unconditional love. So let's do, we could play around. Um, Can I ask another question? Yeah, yeah. On the conscious welcome in. Uh -huh. um, was that helpful I was, at all? <laughs> yeah. What I said, was, I was it helpful at all for your first question? Yeah. I wanted it. Well, 
I was thinking of asking you this uh, before we got on the call, so, and then you went right into it. Um, and what I was curious was what I noticed with the conscious welcoming is it really helps, it seems that it really helps to validate the emotions. I say validate, but I don't, I don't know if that's the word. Well, um, and, and sometimes. Yes, uh, it, it can be a, like well, it's it can be um, like uh, uh, sometimes an upset part of us. Like we've been identified with it for a long time and it comes up and we begin to welcome it. And sometimes, yeah, when I'm working with people, I'll invite them to acknowledge how painful it's been. Uh, believing like uh, as an example believing like we find this precious one who believes he she is unlovable and we start welcoming and then in that welcoming sometimes it made sense to me to also acknowledge I see you and I see just how painful and difficult it's been believing you're unlovable. Now, it's not necessary that unconditional love will do, do the whole thing, but sometimes that part of us needs to hear that someone finally sees just how painful it's been living from this place. And so I remember once hearing Katie, and this is my experience too, um, of how the work, one, one aspect or quality of doing the work is is a, a reparenting of ourself, bringing, bringing, allowing these parts of ourselves to, to begin to experience unconditional love, acknowledgement, the, the, to experience the love that was lacking as we grew up. And so, yeah, sometimes, um, we can welcome that precious one and it, it it really needs to hear that acknowledgement before it'll relax into the love. It want, wants to know that it's seen, that it's understood. To me, that feels like the most, like the, the way to welcome that. I mean, that, that's how someone would be completely welcomed in to be seen. You know, and yeah. I was just curious about that because it really works for me, and um, and yeah. it seems like it's, it's just not a it's not a requirement, you know. So don't make a rule out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll you'll but you'll 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 know as you welcome these parts of you, you'll know. You know the ones that need acknowledging because they they won't they won't fully dissolve they won't fully relax into love mm -hmm. into the love and sometimes 
what they need is that acknowledgement. So would you say that these, like this whole process is not necessarily to do with the past images and stories, it's just all the different parts that have been confused. Well, yeah, but the, the, the different parts are just uh, image, story, and feeling. Right. And that, that's, yeah. that's, there's just a gate, there's just a portal or a gateway to do it through those or, but it doesn't, it's not necessary. That's not even necessary. That it's just these suppressed parts that I call, I say well, suppressed. That's what I keep finding is. That well, it's, yeah, but it's not suppressed when we meet it because it's up. <laughs> you know, it's no right. longer suppressed. Like we, right. you know, it, like life uh, takes care of everything, and you know, whatever part of us is ready to be met by love uh, is going to get triggered. You know, and it'll come up, and that's a good thing. It's a, one of the Vernon Howard quotes that I love: "Awareness of a negativity is the most positive thing we can do." <laughs> Uh, because awareness, uh, I think he goes on to say, awareness is the only solution. And, and in this case, awareness, to me, awareness and welcoming and love are all one. They're the qualities of who we are without our story. So when we get triggered, a negative reaction happens. That's one of the precious ones showing up. And, um, and over time, I began to realize the, old, the only thing lacking is love for these precious ones. And once they're welcomed, sometimes acknowledged, they relax completely. They let go of their position. They let go of holding on to the lack of love. They're met with love and they dissolve. But um, there's a Katie quote where the fear of death is actually the fear of love, or in love is where we die. It's it's where where all these separate, all these parts of ourselves that experience themselves as separate, kicked out, unloved. Um, it's where they die. They dissolve back into the love that we are. Eventually, there's unity. You know, there's, it's all been met with love. You know, sometimes, um, so lately, lately, uh, like, let's try a little experiment right now, which I've tried, I think, with you guys before and, and other group. <clears throat> And look at look at your life and and just see if there's something uh, current in your personal life or the world that you experience as a problem. And now consider the possibility that there's only one problem, and that's the lack of love. And 
And sometimes this recognition will allow that story to dissolve instantly into love. Let's do it again. Just could be the same thing that you experience as a problem or some other. Just something in your world that you're experiencing that feels like a problem. And could it be that what you're actually experiencing is the lack of love? Okay, so how was that? How was that little experiment for you? Um, any resistance? Oh, you kind of cut. You kind of cut out. What? What oh. was that? With with that lack of resistance. Could the lack of love be resistance? Yes, for sure. Every 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 negative reaction, including resistance, you can you could you know try that. Could it be what I'm experiencing right now is just the lack of love? Can you can you define what love is? Because I I agree, but I really don't know. Yeah, but it has to be an experience, not conceptual, Katya. Like you know, uh, uh, when you ask yourself this, if there's the recognition, which happens by it, ha the recognition itself happens from consciousness or awareness, not thinking, not the mind. So far as mind. Yeah, that's right. And so when when the recognition happens, when we ask ourselves that question, it can it can uh, like pop us into the recognition, and and it'll the sense of a problem will instantly dissolve or release. And so if that doesn't happen, then. I, for me, I like, I have three turnaround, living turnarounds that to me are uh, qualities of who we are without our story or qualities of love, which to me is also who we are without our story. And the one is um, 
the welcoming, which is what we did, instead of resisting, going to war with, fighting, trying to change or fix, to welcome, consciously welcome. To, to me, that's a living turnaround that can take us directly into who we are without our stories. Yeah. Because it's the awareness that we are that has the ability to welcome. And it's effortless. We just have lost sight of it because we're so focused on the stories, images, and feelings. So identified with them. So that's one. Another turnaround, another living turnaround that I like. It was three. <laughs> Another one is um, there's room, room for everything that's happening. So it's a turnaround. There isn't room, you know. So often we we have the feeling like there isn't room for the emotions that are going on, the story that's happening, what's happening in the world, and there's and so there's a sense of constriction and resistance and pushing and the living turnaround is, and I like to use it as a question, could it be there's room for everything that's happening right now? And sometimes that'll just pop you into the truth of who you are, which has room, infinite space, has room for everything. And and for me, anyway, when I would pop into the, the truth of that, the truth that that turnaround is inviting you to experience, everything would relax. And all of a sudden, I could, I could calmly deal with whatever was happening in my quote-unquote reality from a calm place. And I forgot the third one. I'm just welcoming room for everything. I'm open, open, but that's kind of a number six, open. I like the word open instead of willing. I'm open. But whenever you notice a contraction or resistance, it's like, oh. What if I what if I just tried being open to what's happening? I'm open, open to the feelings, open to the story, open to whatever's happening in reality. Oh, allowing. Allowing. It's another quality of love. Love allows everything to be exactly as it is. So then any of these turnarounds, especially the allowing, <laughs> can bring up a lot of fear uh, or can bring up fear um, because in that allowing, you could say we're turning our attention away from the world, away from thinking, uh, which has been all about controlling things, you know, which is part of that whole lack, desire, get what you want. Um, dynamic it, 
it, I allow this allowing utter, uh, like love is utter allowance, allows everything to be as it is. It's, it's a letting go of the mind that happens, a letting go of the mind, a letting go of the world. And it's like letting God take, take charge of everything. And, you know, we're, we're, we're terrified God's not going to take good care of everything. <laughs> we want to keep it in our hands. No, 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 no. I know what's best. I know, I know how it needs to all look. <laughs> yeah, some Jiva uh, wrote, everything is already allowed in reality. Everything with or without my permission. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Everything's already allowed. Yeah, some of the uh, mystics talk about contact with reality is where our freedom is or our happiness. And, and so that's like a reality statement. Well, in reality, everything's already allowed. Uh, and then it can be interesting to begin to notice, oh, wow, the that's reality. If I look at reality, Reality has room for everything. Everything's allowed to be. Just the way it is. And then if you look at awareness, oh, awareness has room for everything also. And naturally allows, just like reality allows everything to be. Oh, this awareness that I am shares these qualities with reality. And that's where reality and the truth of who we are, you could say, begin to become one. Or at least it opens the possibility that the awareness that I am and the reality that is are one. That is open, allowing, welcoming of everything. You know, but imagine living from that place, open, welcoming, allowing of everything. And just notice if it brings up a little fear. <laughs> a little, oh, wait, nope, uh, hold on to something. Try Isn't again. that? Go ahead. Doesn't that include allowing the controlling aspect as well? 
But you can't consciously experience the allowing and uh, the controlling. So imagine allowing, but you can imagine living from the allowing place and the controller showing up and allowing it. <laughs> but in the moment to moment experience, if you're if you're in the allowing, the controller isn't going to show up. I don't think, what do I know? So, but try it again. Imagine living from this allowing, open, room for everything, welcoming of everything. Just living from reality from the truth of who you are welcoming allowing and room for everything and notice if it brings up fear resistance tension and Welcome the fear, it's coming up to be released. Or the doubt, or the mistrust. So again, let's do it again. So imagine living from this what I would say is living from the truth of who you are, or who you are without your story. Welcome, effortlessly welcoming, allowing everything to be exactly as it is. Room for everything exactly as it is. Open to everything. Everything that's appearing and disappearing. Open to all the timing, allowing of everything to be. And welcome any tension or contraction or fear that might show up as you consider living from this place. Just welcome it. Allow it to be. <laughs> now, at least for now, in this moment, in this moment, notice how you already are this allowing, welcoming, open, room for everything, presence of awareness. You already are it. 
and you've always been it. Now, just as a, an experiment, just rest or experience from this allowing place, effortlessly allowing, welcoming, open to all the perceptions that are happening now. Sounds, thoughts, images. Just allow them to flow or come and go as they do, all by themselves. Notice how they, they effortlessly appear and just as effortlessly disappear or change. And how you are effortlessly allowing everything to be. That it's all, all the experiencing is happening effortlessly. spontaneously, effortlessly, coming and going. And you could put one word to this allowing, welcoming, open, room for everything. You know, one word for all of that would could be yes. You could say who we are, the awareness or presence that we are says yes to everything. All the perceptions, thoughts, images, feelings, the world, body sensations. which is another reason why we don't like ourselves, <laughs> our true self says yes to everything. Instant effortless. Yes. As Katie, as I've heard Katie say, I'm a yes. Yeah, somebody asked, what do you mean by we don't like our true self? It's like like our true self is this unconditional yes, unconditional love. It has no agenda to change anything. And we want it to have an agenda to change things. <laughs> we don't want it to say yes to everything. It's like, no, we want, we want a yes here and a no here. That's allowed in. That's not allowed in. We, you know, it's like, no, no, no. 
this unconditional yes and unconditional love that's uh-uh i can't trust that i i know better <laughs> that should be allowed that definitely should not be allowed <laughs> Uh, but again, it also goes back to the whole lack, desire, fulfillment of desire, and um, and how because we've been identified in that place for so long, it feels like nothing, nothing would change, nothing good that we would like to experience. There wouldn't be a reason for it to come into our life, and anything that's difficult, there wouldn't be a reason for it to leave our life and without a reason that part imagines then it would never happen but in reality we're turning it over when we go there we are turning over we're turning over the life of this personality body with the name tom turning it over to love, turning it over to consciousness, turning it over to awareness or reality, or as Katie, the way Katie describes it, turning it over to the plainness of the intelligence that directs everything. So you could see, say, Every war we're in is we're we're at war with the kindness of the intelligence that directs everything. <laughs> we're literally always the ones shooting ourselves in the foot, which is good news. Because if it's me, I, I could do something about it. If it's you, oh, now I have to change you. If it's God, or I have to change God. <laughs> um, let's see. So, David and Margie, I'm not sure who was first with your hand. David Sears is up first right at the moment. Hello, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Good. Hello, David. Hi. Thank you. Great, great meditation. Um, oh, good. What's coming up for me is I, I don't trust. Yeah. I get in touch with, I don't trust you, anybody in these squares, any voice I hear. Mm-hmm. My, my wife, my kids, anybody. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And the body, and um, I, I don't, and I'm frightened by what you say because I don't have the intelligence to get to the point. Like I'm afraid of letting people down because I can't trust them. I have to not let them down. Like you know, um, it's just constantly trying to be smart enough and on top of it enough to. And it just doesn't feel that's what you're pointing at. I can tell, but to, 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 yeah, no, not just whelping me. It doesn't, you know, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry. Well, um, so the main thing I hear, at least right now, is this letting, 
letting people down. This fear of letting people down. Like your fear of people is is the fear of letting them down, or or your mistrust of people is the fear of letting them down. Sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, are you aware of it right now? Yes. And where do you experience the fear? In my chest and being seen and in my chest, like right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Scary. So, now as, so as best you can, just begin to welcome that fear, the sensations in the chest as best you can. Begin to open up, let them in. Now, is it true that you have ever let anyone down, ever? Is it true? And this is probably a very old story that's been with you a long time. Actually, you know what? I want to take a different angle. And let's phrase it as I can let people down. As a belief to question? Yeah, instead of where yeah. I was going with it. But look at that belief. I can let people down. That's an I thought. That's a identity. Who, you know, Hi, I'm David. I can let people down. There's this thing happening right now where I thought I heard Joe knocking on the door like she can't get in. Mm -hmm. And I'm aware I don't want to go find her. And I want to stay here and do this meditation. And this is perfect because it's, I don't, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I really want to stay here. Okay. And, and so I can um, let people down. Yeah. So that's a conclusion. Oh, wow. That's a conclusion that probably happened a long time ago. I can let people down. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Can you I feel like it that stabs of fear, you know, like, yeah, but just yeah, stay with the yeah. yeah, you need you need to go to say hi to her. No, I I'm working with this as it is. Actually, I want to stay here with it going on. Actually, okay. no, I don't. I yeah, you don't. You, you don't have to yeah. torture yourself. You don't have to torture yourself to to get yeah. your freedom. I notice I'm mad at her for bothering me and getting me out. Mm. You know, and just noticing all this upset and this. Just this go say hi. Um, just go say yeah. hi. I'm in the middle of something. I'll okay. be right. And, okay. And come right. Come on we'll back. Do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, Margie. Well, I, hi. Hi. Um, I can't imagine that it's a coincidence. Can you hear me at all? 
Yes. I have headphones on. It's super weird. Um, yep. As the, this call was starting, like at that exact moment, the same time came the news that starting December 1st in Costa Rica, where I live, unless you have a vaccine, you can't go in any public business. You can't go to the grocery store, nothing. Wow. I assume that means a hospital either for that matter, or a doctor's office. Well, so that's an assumption. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see that on the list, the doctor's office, no, but the other no, ones, I, restaurant, hotel, grocery store, yeah. business. Yeah, that, sports that's events. your mind you know, making it a little worse. Yeah, it loves that. The tendency of Excellent. the mind, that's right. Like, oh my God, I can't go to a hospital, can't go see a doctor. Yeah. The vaccine. Yeah. Okay. But the so rest you is just, enough you by just, itself. <laughs> yeah, you just got the yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need to add yeah, really. You don't need like... the extra. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just been yeah, watching so now, it the whole time. Yeah, so now notice right now in this moment, let's work with one of these turnarounds we we're playing with. If you look, right, if you look into this moment, notice how there's room for everything that's going on, mm -hmm. including your feelings. That's the truth. That's reality. The truth of you, the truth of reality. There's room for everything that's happening. There's room for that news. There's room for the feelings. Room for my mind going in a thousand different directions at once. That's right. All the stories. What about this? That's that, 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 that. Yeah. You know, trying to create panic. <laughs> how, how can I live? Where will I go? What will I do? Yep, yeah, exactly. There's room now, for just, all of that. Yep. Just notice how there is room. Right now, there is room for all of it. Yeah. And then if you experience the truth, often things will begin to calm down a little, mm -hmm. sometimes a lot. Yeah, so is it relaxing a little? Just noticing that there's room for everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's throughout the call, I've just been holding that. Yeah, okay. When you so say now, think of something else, I've been staying there. <laughs> Yeah, so now, um, so now, do you know, if you're honest, do you know uh, what's best moving forward from here, where, you, where you're at with this new information? Do you, moving forward from here, do you, do you know what, what's best for you to experience or people around you or Costa Rica? No. And then let that in. Like really experience. Wow, I don't know what's best. I don't know what, what the best thing to do or the best outcome or I just don't know what, 
the best is to happen at moving forward. But the, really, the, the really point experience. Of intensity is what am I going to do? Well, right now, not that the world needs right, to change. Well, that's what we're talking about. Do you know what's best okay. for you? Okay. No. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so, so you just got this information and do you know what's best moving forward from here from here do you know what's best for you to experience no. and then really let that in like wow i don't know what's best i don't know what needs to happen from here So right now in this moment, is it true that you need to know what's best? Is it true that you need to know what you should do from here? Right now, is it true? No. Okay. So now, as best you can, experience the truth of this moment. I don't know what's best or what needs to happen. And I don't need to. That's the truth right now. And as best you can, let that in. And now, we're going to try a statement just as an experiment. And the phrasing, I'll say it and just hear it as if you're saying it. I allow for the perfect solution. Don't I have no idea what it is. I'm open and I allow the perfect solution. And then just notice, does the body relax with that statement? Or did it tighten up a little? Um, it tightened a little. It came with a thought. Uh-huh. But what, you know, like, but. What, uh, what's the but? Um, what if I die? What if I don't like it, basically? The solution. Uh, what if you don't like the perfect solution? Yes. What if it means okay. I'm dead? I die. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so that's how much you trust life not you know i'm open i'm open to the perfect solution i'm open to the best solution okay that that lets you know oh i don't really trust life not at all like i don't think i don't think life is good actually <laughs> life is gonna Sorry. kill me so <laughs> <laughs> okay so do you know do you know the best time to die the right time or the best time for this body to die 
Do you know what that is? No. No, no idea. No. But what you do know is more than likely this body's going to die. Yes. Like that's not a mystery or new new information that just came today. No. Yeah. Okay, so now do you know for sure that you die with the body? No. Okay, then what are you afraid of? What's the fear around dying? It's the, it has to do with being wrong about everything uh, and letting go of everything, losing everything. Yeah. 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 So now feel that. I don't ever want to lose everything. Just feel that holding on for dear life to everything that's familiar, everything that you know. To me, one time when I opened up to dying, the fear of dying, opened up to dying, all, all of a sudden it came very clear for me that I was opening up to radical change, leaving everything I know, everyone I know, everything I know behind. Yeah. So now as best you can, just experience being open. What would it be like if you were actually open to leaving everyone and everything you know behind? It feels um, actually very comfortable, like I'm um, home, like being at home. Yeah. Okay, so now let's try the statement again. I'm open. There's a perfect solution to this vaccine thing. Okay, unfortunately I have to go. I'm moving oh. locations and uh, the people are here to, to move me. Oh, so, you're you not locked in that room like I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in prison, he looks so happy. <laughs> no, in fact, they're evicting me. <laughs> oh yeah, my brick wall prison. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a prison, it does. <laughs> Okay, friends. Perfect. Love you Perfect all. Thanks, Tom. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Thank you Tom. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. For a little something different, Love is the Power podcast lovers, I wanted to mention my friend Dory and her partner Arthur make the most amazing chocolate truffles. If you're a chocolate lover, it's a must that you, you give these a try. So if you go to childishchocolates.com, you can 
order a box. So I've had them. They are amazing. And I know Dory and Arthur personally. And so I can verify personally that they're made with love. And it comes through in the flavor. So support our friend Dory and Arthur in their new venture with Childish Chocolates. And yourself with a wonderful experience. And every wonderful experience is an investment, not an expense. So invest in your own beautiful experiencing. <laughs> That's childishchocolates.com. lived in lessons each lesson's got its theme they keep circling back for you until you start to see where you forgot you were connected with everything it's okay we all do it too it just takes remembering it's okay we all do it too it just takes remembering that love is what we're all here for it's the only score we're keeping so settle yours love is what we're all here for it's the only score we're keeping so settle yours you can do all of the things you can play all of the parts you can make a mess of everything or score off all the charts but when you reach the end and you think that you have died you will do it all again The views and opinions expressed on the Tom podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Byron Katie, nor the intent of her self-inquiry method known as The Work. For more information on Byron Katie, please visit thework.com. If you wish to learn more about Tom, a certified facilitator of The Work, and the podcast's eponym, please visit theworkwithtom.com. Thank you.